Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Tagliavia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, well, Monday through Thursday, we talk about the news and events of the world. On Fridays, I like to unplug, unwind, have a little bit of a laugh, and just take it easy. So today's show will be lighthearted, a little bit of laughing and joking, and just a little conversation. So thank you for tuning in. Hope you all are doing well. It's December 8th, 2023, coming up on a new year here very soon, coming up on Christmas, enjoying Hanukkah, all the things that we do in December. So hope you all are doing well. And I am so happy to be back. I'm feeling much, much better today. And it's a pretty interesting unfolding of events. I'll just give you guys a quick update because, as you know, I haven't had a show the past couple days. I couldn't even finish my show the other day, uh, even though I had it all produced and ready to go. And I just felt so shitty. I had to I had to just take off. And I actually went to the doctor, which it takes a lot for me to go to the doctor. I haven't been to the doctor in four years and before that it was probably another four years uh actually maybe two years because i had a physical uh for a job something i don't know a few years so you know in the last decade i probably went to the doctor three times or two times and um anyway i ended up going to the doctor because i had a fever I had cold sweats and I had this crazy immense tension, which is gone now today. I have a little bit of tension in my upper back, nothing big at all. And I've been stretching and getting it massaged a little and I'm feeling much better. Like I feel like I could work out today if I want. Uh, I didn't have any other symptoms. I didn't have cold. I didn't have a sneezing, coughing, uh, maybe very minor coughing, actually very minor, like the last two days, but I don't think it's anything big and it's not because I went to the doctor and um, I told them all my symptoms, my concerns and all this. And uh, the uh, they ended up taking my temperature and they take my external temperature, which is one of the least accurate ways you could take temperature. And they got like two degrees less than I was getting. So they're like, oh, your temperature seems within a normal, healthy range. But when I take my temperature, I'm running a low grade fever and I feel it <clears throat> anyway. It pissed me off. And then they asked me, how much do you weigh? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how much I weigh. I'm here. Like, why aren't you weighing me? I'm so confused. They they don't just automatically weigh you. What if, uh, you know, what if my scale's off or whatever? Like, why aren't you just weighing me? I don't understand. And by the way, most of the people working in the hospital, visibly obese and unhealthy and snacking at their desks. I'm just like, this is this is ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. Unbelievable. Um, I, and I was like, they let me weigh myself and I was, and then, and then they ordered me an x-ray because I mentioned the least of my symptoms being a cough. They wanted to x-ray my lungs. And so when they called me for an x-ray, I was like, why am I getting an x-ray? What is this x-ray of? Oh, your lungs. Why aren't you having a cough? I was like, that's like the least of my concern right now. I could take deep breaths. You listened to my fucking breathing. I'm fine. Um, Anyway, they do it. Everything's fine. And then I see the doc. He's like, you're healthy. You're probably just fighting a cold. It's probably just a virus. Um, not a lot of people are getting COVID, but you probably just have some virus. And I was like, well, 
don't people with viruses usually have like the sniffles and things? And he's like, yeah, but you know, it's probably just the flavor of virus you have. I said, okay. Uh, and he's like, so I recommend you just get some rest, stay hydrated and take some Tylenol or some other over the counter medications. That's what I do. And I'm like, I don't take Tylenol. I'm not taking Tylenol. I don't want the uh, negative effects or anything. You know, I'm just not into Tylenol. That's just going to treat the symptoms. I want to get to the root of the problem here. And he goes, well, you know, if you just take a little bit of it once in a while, it's not going to hurt you. Only if you take it a lot for a long period of time, do you have the effects or the side effects, they call them. And I was like, yeah, not interested. You know, I'll, I'll uh, deal with it. You know, your pain, your body tells you, your body gives you pain signals for a reason. All right. It's so you can address the problem. It's not so you can mask them and then just push forward and maybe do more damage to your body. Anyway, so I got, uh, I just went home and actually by midday, the day that I canceled my show live, um, I started feeling much better about noon, about noon. I started feeling better. Um, and, uh, yesterday I felt horrible again. I woke up sweating. I had a fever still, but, uh, I got mushrooms in and I took some mushrooms midday. My fever went down one degree pretty quick. And then within a few hours, my headache went away, which I couldn't get rid of all day. I did all these like, uh, exercises and stretches and things to, uh, usually that would ease my headaches. So I did all that. It wasn't getting rid of my headache. Usually I could stretch it out and kind of get rid of some of the pain for the most part, not happening yesterday until after a few hours, I took these mushrooms and I'm doing a lot of other health remedies, but that being one, I also took a, a bath and all this other stuff, but it wasn't until I took those mushrooms. It just fucking went away about the time Josh was doing the daily dose. <clears throat> and I was like, holy shit, what is going on? This is crazy. And I'm like, maybe it'll be back tomorrow, right? Well, today it's not back. Um, I feel great. I've been I've been downing those mushrooms and uh, I feel I feel great. I might work out today. And also I've been doing 24 hour fasts the last two or three days just because I haven't had an appetite and uh, I don't want to gorge myself. So I've just been eating big, healthy meals and getting through it. But today I ate breakfast, a nice, healthy breakfast. And uh, I think I might do a little workout. That's why I ate breakfast. So I'll go for a long walk. I'll do a little light workout and see how I feel and keep myself nice and limber. And um, maybe get, I might have to get a massage here soon. And I don't know, just take care of my body. But I'm feeling much better. Let me know what you guys think about all that. I mean, I think I had a serious immune response to something. Maybe it was just a virus, but it, it blows my mind. Hey, uh, thank you so much. Army mom Two Ninja Guineas. Holy crap. Thank you so much. Drag racing. How did the followers go up? Army mom. <laughs> I'm a doctor. That's exactly what I told you to do. Thank you, Nate. You know, you guys, I do appreciate everything you guys have to offer when it comes to health stuff, because when it comes down to it, unless you're on the deathbed and they need to do an emergency surgery or something, this is just my opinion. It's pretty much useless, man. And I'm not saying that there's not miraculous things that come from 
the healthcare system. It's true. Yes, there are. There's life-saving surgeries and interventions that happen every single day, and it's miracles in the hospitals and whatnot, which is great. Yes, if I, you know, break my back, you'll see me in a hospital, and that's fantastic. But uh, otherwise, we're pretty much on our own, folks. Uh, especially when you want to mitigate any of these effects of these drugs and everything. Yeah, pilled seems to have an issue right now for me as well. I'm not able to get on it, uh, unfortunately. So this is on pills and this isn't, uh, it's not me. So I apologize everybody that likes to watch on there. Hopefully you found an alternative uh, stream. And thank you, Lisa, for the four ice cream. I appreciate that. Love you too, Army Mom. Good to see you. Mushrooms are great, Lisa says. Yeah, I've never been on them, but I'm glad I got them. Um, I'm going to get more. I want to stock up, stock up as much as I can. Anyway, just wanted to give you guys that update. Um, I'll keep you posted on what's going on and we'll just move forward. Hope you all are doing well. Hope you're all healthy. Hope you're all happy and hope you're all ready for the holidays. I certainly am. I'm going to take it easy. I tell you what, I'm going to enjoy it. I told V Lynn this last night. I got on the after chat with Josh and, uh, you know, this, this holiday, I'm expecting it to be quiet and chill and no drama. And uh, I'm going to enjoy myself, relax, because I don't know what next year's Christmas is going to look like. I'll be frank with you. And so we got to savor the moments and enjoy it. Hopefully we have another opportunity to have a great holiday next year. But gosh, do things sometimes seem dire when you start looking at the big picture like we, we do day by day. So I hope you all enjoy your holiday, too. And remember the Red Pill family, me, Josh, everybody, we're always there for you. If you're one of those people and you just have no family or anything, we'll, we'll be active on the social red pill all throughout the holidays, hanging out, getting together, discussing all these things and more. And, and so you could always join our private social network and meet the family, socialredpill.com, uh, $5.99 a month. And you're supporting everything we do at Decentralized Media. And there's a lot of other additional content and events over there that you could uh, participate in. So I hope to see you all there. Uh, today's Friday, so over on that platform, we have the Fringe After Dark show, which is exclusive to that platform after the Conversations on the Fringe public show. So that's for members only over there. And you can join Josh and I in continuing the conversation of the show, bring in your own questions and all that. And that'll be on socialredpill.com. Uh, what else do we have on Fridays over there? Uh, I think that's the main event. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays, we have different events as well. So anyway, we're going to have a little good, a little bit of a good time. Here's actually a kind of a positive thing. And it, I, I put it under kind of a health topic. And I don't know, maybe there is hope for this next generation or not the next generation, but the millennials. Maybe, maybe there's some hope. Maybe there's some good people out there. Look at this. I think actually I'm considered a millennial. What is the millennial generation? millennial generation years range i don't know uh so this is early 1980s oh wait uh what is the range for millennials does anybody know let me see i think i'm at the an end of it so do 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 Millennials. Yeah, nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety six. I was born in nineteen ninety three. So I am a millennial, but look at this. This is kind of cool. 
Uh, and maybe this will go to the younger generations too. I think there, I mean, it doesn't apply to everybody, obviously in every generation, that's not how things work. There's so much diversity and uniqueness, but let's watch this. Maybe there's a little bit of hope and I hope this is the case. Millennials are gonna be the generation that simply just tried to make it work. They couldn't afford the 100 acres, so they had to make do in their own backyard. They finally realized that the scam of convenience was making them sicker and sadder day by day. So they became more self-sufficient. And they discovered traditions of old that were never taught to them and brought them back to life. They're starting to find the joy in simplicity, running away from the unsustainable pace being set by the rest of society. I think they'll be known as the generation who finally found a sense of peace. In the heat of constant news cycles and cultural panic at every corner, I think this generation will finally be the one that took us back to a much, much better way of life. Maybe. Oh, I hope they're right. I saw they had bread making in that montage. And uh, I just started a sourdough uh, starter, so it's in the process of getting to the point where I could start baking with it. It's been a few days, and I've been I've been uh, getting to that every day. Even though I've been sick, I've been doing my best to do most of the things I do with throughout the day, although I've uh, definitely let myself rest and all of that. But I just, I'm not one to really stop doing shit. Like today I'm feeling good. So I'm going to try to get a workout in. I'm going to, you know, work on that starter. I'll probably cook some sort of dinner, maybe some kind of chicken casserole or something. I was thinking, you know, I've got some chores to do. I've got some work to do on the social red pill, red pill project stuff. You know, I stay active even when I'm sick. I, I don't like to like give up, right? I don't give up. I keep going to the, my best ability. Maybe I slow down a little bit to give myself a chance to heal, but uh keep going so i got the sourdough starter going i'm excited i'll let you guys know on the social red pill and in our private discussions on how that's going uh if anybody has any recipes or tips i appreciate it if you'd share those with me you know how to reach me socialredpill.com or twitter uh is a good place so that'll be fun i do a little bit of baking uh but i've never done i've done sourdough but not with my own starter i've got the uh bullshit starter packs which are eh, not great they say anyway i don't know guys is there hope is there hope or even younger here we go i think there's a lot of great people in the generations whether they're 40 years old 30 years old or younger um doing wonderful things and getting back to nature and actually educating themselves with real information and doing remarkable things. And I think there's still hope for humanity. I think that we just need to get back to reality and wake the hell up. But, you know, if things go well, I think we could turn things around and the whole, you know, the world doesn't have to be depopulated. All right. There's still hope out there. By the way, uh, shout out to Andrea. Andrea sent me this wonderful coffee travel mug. And it's got a bass on the back. I love it. And it's got the fish flag. I love it so much. If you guys remember Andrea, my old co-host, my favorite person ever. She's doing pretty good. I haven't talked to her in about a month or two. But I need to hit her up again. Um, last time I talked to her, she's doing well. 
and uh, I absolutely love her. And she gave me this. I'm so grateful. She knows me very well. Such a great human being, that person. My red pill sister for life. All right. <clears throat> Good morning, SL 1972 in Left Maryland. Uh, Army Rangers. Moonshine cherries are great for any illness. Yeah, people are recommending hot toddies and all kind of alcoholic beverages for me, but alcohol really gets me inflamed. I don't react well to it. Although I will say when I drank my vodka that I made, I made some... Um, actually, this is kind of a cool idea. If any of you guys make um, preserves or jelly, I made um, jelly, uh, some raspberry jelly with fresh raspberries. And you, I didn't want the seeds and stuff in it. So it was a seedless jelly. And I had left over a bunch of pulp from the raspberries. And with that pulp, I put it in big jugs and jars with vodka. And I'd shake it every day, every week, every month, and let it sit in a dark, cool place for months and months and months. And I made some, some vodka uh, cordial. And I, you add a little bit of sugar, too. Or actually, you add a shit ton of sugar let it all ferment and, and just get happy in there. And boy, I had some of that for the holidays a few weeks ago. Uh, just a couple little glasses. I got a little buzz. And I woke up the next day, no hangover, no, not too much inflation. Uh, inflammation, rather. <laughs> inflation. No, inflation was still, still horrible. But uh, it actually didn't fuck with me too much, despite all the sugar and all the uh, alcohol. I guess I probably can process sugar better than I could when I was uh, obese. <laughs> Army mom, screw that. Eat moonshine cherries. <laughs> I would, I'll have a moonshine cherry maybe, you know, on the holidays or something. All right. Well, let's keep going here. I worry about the chemicals that are in our environments, in our houses, you know, and, and uh, there's a lot of great things I need to get better with. Um, I'm pretty conscious about it, but it's hard to clean up our households. I mean, it's instinct when you have to clean a window to go get Windex or the foam stuff, um, whatever kind of product you use. It's instinct that when you need to do dishes, you get dishwasher fluid. When you need to run the dishwasher, you get the dishwasher bullshit that kids are eating, whatever. Or those are, no, those are Tide Pods for laundry. But there's the same kind of pods for the laundry uh, dishwashers. Anyway, we put all these chemicals on our dishes, on our windows, on our surfaces, in our homes, on our floors, in our bathtubs and showers, on our skin. We got these lotions with 100 ingredients and different crazy stuff. I mean, it's best to probably mitigate a lot of these chemicals that we can't pronounce. Um, at least a lot of research is showing. <sighs> I still have to do better with that. Like... I get my win. I don't like dirty windows, but what's the best way to clean a window? I guess probably I could replace my bullshit spray with um, like vinegar, vinegar solution. I don't know. But like when I need to wash my car, it needs a good washing. I use a degreaser. That's not good, you know, polluting my whole damn everything. So I needed to do better with that. Um, but I'm sure, you know, y'all got tips and stuff. I've got to make these changes incrementally or otherwise I'll go nuts. But, uh, you know, I do good things here and there, but it's not perfect. But look at this. Okay, hold on. 
Try Zep Spray Windows Cleaner. Put Rain X on them. Okay. Um, let me put this in my notes so I could check that out later. Army Mom, thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, it's crazy, though. I get this film on my windows. It's like grease. It's literally like grease. And I don't know if it's because of the ocean air or what, but it's it's thick. And I could wash my windows perfectly clean. Actually, I need to wash them like two or three times to get them perfect. And then within a week, it's got this film on it, especially if it's been rainy and misty and foggy. And it drives me nuts. If I go touch it, it just smears like oil. And I'm like, is this like what they're spraying it in the sky? Is this, what the hell is this stuff? Is it the salt? I don't know. I wish I could test it. That would be cool. Anyway, I wanted to share this video about chemicals. Give it a little refresh here. Dishwasher detergent making you fat. Guys, this is shocking and you're not going to believe this. If you want to know the answer to that question, drop me a hell yes in the comments below. Like, share, save this video and I'm going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. So dishwasher detergent as well as pods that go in the dishwasher and the detergent that you use at the sink has something in it called a cytotoxin. A cytotoxin is a toxin that basically doesn't ever leave. It's also called a forever chemical. And there is numerous cytotoxins in dishwasher detergent that is very damaging to the cells in our body and can create all kinds of health problems. Obesity is one of them, along with a host of other sickness and diseases. Huh. So this guy says stay away from dishwasher detergent. Obviously, this is his, he does, uh, he's a super easy keto fat loss.com. Um, which, you know, keto is for some people, not for others. Uh, anyway, this isn't about keto. This is about dishwasher soap. Is dishwasher detergent really that bad? Does it really have these toxins in it and it makes people obese? I need to do some research. I haven't validated this. I don't know. Um, I thought that Dawn soap was fantastic. It cures, it, it, it heals and saves the ducks that get trapped in oil spills in the Gulf by BP. Like, I thought that it was the safest and greatest, right? I have it in the house. I have a shit ton of Dawn soap. Um, Uh-oh. You know? And then how do we wash our dishes then? Just just sanitize them with super hot water and a little bit of maybe a vinegar and a little bit of salt and scrub it? I don't know. I have no idea. Like I said, I'm not an expert on this, but I'd appreciate any feedback <clears throat> because I have a dishwasher too. And I, I hate dishwashers. I'd much rather just hand wash everything and let it sit on a rack and dry and put it away for some reason. I don't know why. I just don't prefer the dishwasher, but um, we run it, we use it and we use the fucking bullshit chemical uh, soaps. Mm -mm. I don't know, folks. I don't know. Let's see, left Maryland, baking soda and a cap of bleach added worked well till it started leaving a residue. Oh gosh, see? Everything's tainted, I think. Oh my gosh. Baking soda gets rid of grime in the tub. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Baking soda is a wonderful one, huh? The pine in the vinegar will cut through the greasy window. Ooh, okay. Hmm. Vinegar is a great cleaner, yeah. Uh, half the world is night says I buy all natural cleaning products from the health food store. I, I have to got reactive airway disease like asthma. Okay. 
Very interesting. Thank you for the feedback. Half the world is nine. Hope you're doing all right today. Appreciate it. All right. So, man, has anybody heard of this Dawn situation? I have a dishwasher. I pay her a hundred bucks a week, <laughs> Nate. Uh, <laughs> well, Nate, <laughs> I heard a joke. Um, oh, what's the joke? Something like, Nate, don't load the dishwasher unless you want to have little Nates running around the house. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, thank you, Gabe, uh, Gabrielle Taver something for following. Thank you so much. Sorry, I, your name's hard to read, but thank you, Gab. I'll just call you Gab. Thanks for following. Enjoy the program. All right. <laughs> Onward here. Let's talk about a little bit what's going on with Alex Jones. Uh, Elon Musk said that imminently Elon, uh, he's going to hold a poll to see if Alex Jones should come back on X, which um, he's already kind of back because Tucker, uh, Tucker on X interviewed Alex Jones. I have not watched the full interview yet. I've had such a busy week. I barely had time to get this show together and get the ball back rolling here. But uh, I saw a lot of clips from that interview and heard a lot of what people were talking about on the internet. And um, so we've got a little bit, little tribute to Alex Jones. We'll see if he comes back to X. I think Elon Musk um, recognizes the fact that most people want him back on X, although he hasn't held his own poll. I saw a poll by Miles somebody, I forget his last name, Chong. Is it Miles Chong? Anyway, he had a poll going with 80,000 votes and a vast majority of them wanted um, Alex Jones back. And Elon Musk says, yeah, apparently a lot of people want him back. So we'll see if he holds a poll and sticks to his word on that. <laughs> anyway, let's watch a few Alex Jones things here. One of the things you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, <coughs> child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? You mean like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? Ah! Alex Jones does not give a fuck, and that's why we love him. Uh, he's not always right, okay? Nobody is, but uh, nobody's perfect and all that. But uh, certainly he is right a lot of the time. He will not give in. He stands up for freedom. He will not stand up for any BS. This is a clip from back in the day where uh, Alex Jones is protesting and being civil dis civilly disobedient in his hometown. Let's watch civil disobedience in action. Well, the past, I've been coming here since I was in uh, high school and college, and now you guys use your COVID hoax to like set a checkpoint up so you can take over the parks and start charging. It's unconstitutional. This is not even a city ordinance. This is a illegal power grab of the people's green belt, and it's time to free Austin. So, are you guys volunteers <laughs> for the city of Austin? Who are you, masked I'm, man? I'm a lifeguard for Barton Springs. You're a lifeguard for Barton Springs, now part of the criminal power grab. <laughs> this is outrageous criminal activity. This is the seizure of the infrastructure of Austin. 
It is all color of law garbage. My wife came here this morning when you cult member Koops showed up here and you asked her, where's her reservation? Her reservation is that we live in a free country. We live in America. I call for everybody out there watching. The time for civil disobedience is here. I want this removed tonight. COVID-19 is a power grab hoax. COVID-19 is a scam. Is that your IQ? One finger? <laughs> APD just did its job. When a man comes up and says, can I go in here? And the APD told him, no, it's not enforceable. <laughs> you can go on in. <laughs> yeah, the classic quote here, uh, half the world is right, uh, half the world is night. The answer to 1984 is 1776. They're turning the frogs gay. All right, let's see what else. So Alex Jones. Alex Jones came out with a pretty wild allegation against Hunter, I mean, uh, Joe Biden. This one's Joe Biden. Uh, this was from the interview with uh, <clears throat> Tucker, I believe. Yep. Check this out. And I believe him. I have no reason not to believe Alex Jones here. He is completely out of his mind. He wanders around for the entire two and a half years. It's getting worse. Naked in the White House. Uh, in the middle of the night, doesn't know who he is. They have to give him a bunch of drugs, yeah. a bunch of amphetamines in the morning. Then they've got to drug him uh, at wow. night. Sometimes he's got to, though, he'll like be out for the morning for a while and then he comes back out at night for a ball. That's when there's a real problem. He is on drugs. I, I have established that. I know someone who witnessed it. I'm not guessing at this. I know someone personally who witnessed him uh, taking amphetamines. And this was this was during the 2016 uh, 20, 2020 election. So wow. how's this going to That's huge. I know you don't play games. You've been, he, he is. So, wow. They really went out there and saying they're saying what the hell they want, which is great. We need that in this world of deceit and lies. And uh, of course, people are that's not true. Oh, yeah. Your sources huh? your sources. But let's face it, folks. Tucker talks to people who know people. Alex Jones, he talks to people who know people, and they do have reputations to uphold. They don't just make it up and say things to say things, okay? They have something called integrity and and all this, at least in my opinion. And they say that uh, Biden walks around aimlessly naked in the White House and doesn't even know where the hell he is. So when uh, Alex Jones comes back from his uh, ban of Twitter... Uh, somebody posted this as a joke of how things might go. For sure. Jamie, put it up there. Here we go. Four, um, three, two. Yeah. That's it right there. Congratulations. <laughs> Planets are aligned. That's true. I want to talk about human-animal hybrids and humanoids. That's a weird... You're a weird person. He's because like, they want to fucking take their organs! Nobody actually cares. We you just, think you're fucking tough, you're about oh to get it! Gosh. Stop! Fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about when things start breaking. I mean, there are rumors about more and more wild information coming out here in the next month or two. And then into 2024, we're going to just have a litany of crazy breaking news stories. And if, if Alex Jones is back on X... I mean, already with him, with his own platform and everything, you can't silence the guy. But him being back on X is just going to amplify his voice when all this stuff starts going down. And you're going to get that that Alex Jones 
take on everything. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Cannot wait. So, it's funny. Uh, all right. Let's go to the comments here real quick. <clears throat> all right. We're just fucking with you, Nate. All righty. All right. Let's go. Let's continue on here. Save Idaho from the rhinos. Let's see what this is. I think I remember this. Oh, yeah. That's a parody, parody, parody. It's Friday. This is what we do. Although, you know, I apologize. We didn't get to cover a lot of news this week. Um, we'll get back. We'll get back to it. Uh, I wonder who the hell's calling me. We'll get back to it. Um, don't worry. But for now, let's just enjoy our weekends, huh? Name something Idaho rhinos love. They love lobbyists. <laughs> Show me lobbyists. Who doesn't like free stuff? Do you want a player pass? Pass. 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 We'll pass. Okay, rejoin your families and let's find out if you guys know what's going on in the capital. Something Idaho rhinos love. Um, the Constitution? Do they love the Constitution? Oh. No, they do not. What do they love? Uh, voting with Democrats. Good answer. Do they love voting with Democrats? You betcha. Okay. Pam, something Idaho rhinos love. The Republican platform? <laughs> there was one thing that they loved. You think it was the Republican platform. <laughs> what do rhinos love? Oh gosh. Um uh 3 seconds. Integrity? <laughs> wait, 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 no. Have you ever met a <laughs> rhino with integrity? <laughs> no. No. Taxes, okay, you tax. They're all freaking tax. Great answer. If there's one thing Democrats and rhinos love, it's raising taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else rhinos love. Number four. Number five. In the library. And number six. That is from the Idaho Freedom Caucus. Such a wonderful meme there. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Hey, Jenica is celebrating a 28-month sub streak. Welcome to the show, Jenica. Good to see you this morning. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in. Better late than never. <laughs> All right. That was so wonderful. All right. Onward. White House Press Secretary. This isn't that funny, but I put it in here anyway. Uh, somehow it made it in, so we'll watch it. Very clear about um, about the supplemental and how important it is. As you've seen, the OMB director has been pretty out pretty out there on the different networks uh, making the case. Um, and one of the things that um, she has said is that it's stunning. It's stunning that we've gotten to this point, right? It's stunning that we have gotten to this point and that Republicans in Congress uh, willing to give Putin a, a, a gift, the greatest gift that Putin could help could hope for. That's what we're seeing. And so they are playing chicken with our national security. 
that's what we're seeing here. And history will, will remember them harshly. Ah, history will remember them harshly. Well, I think that's just only if they rewrite history. Let's see what Tucker has to say about uh, KJP. White House press secretary who can barely speak English, who's one of the stupidest people I've ever seen, and a transparent liar, you wouldn't hire her to run your copy machine. She's the White House press secretary. Why would you do that? And it's not because of her race or who she sleeps with. I think the whole point is she's so obviously repulsive that it makes you feel bad about the country to see her. Boom, Vigilant Fox put that clip together. Thank you. And uh, thank you, Jenica, for donating or gifting a one-month subscription to Black Jester 101. And thank you, Black Jester, for donating to Ice Cream. Thank you both very much. And congratulations. Hey, Mr. Plum. Hope you're doing, doing well, buddy. Good to see you. Onward. Let's... This lady explains why people should vote for Trump. This is not a comedy bit. This is just a little bit of good old-fashioned truth. Let's hear. Let's hear what she has to say. The people don't lie. I heard of being racist prior to running the running for president. That's just me, though. I mean, because any two ways you look at it, the man won his presidency without the black vote. What he needed for? What he need us for? Tell me what he need me for. He don't need me. But for some reason, he always get up on that stage talking about how low black unemployment is. Because he legitimately cares. You never heard Obama get on stage talking about black unemployment. He couldn't. Because under his first two years with a Democratic Congress, it doubled. Black unemployment under Barack Obama doubled. How many of y'all know that? It doubled. It literally doubled. It went from 8% to 16%. How you get around that no media say nothing about that? But Donald Trump getting it to the lowest has ever been recorded. Like I said, he don't need us. He does not need the black vote. The black vote didn't put him in office. The black vote ain't going to take him out of office. But the fact that he gets up there on them stages every chance he get and tells us how we are doing because we, I ain't going to say that. We too crazy to realize it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to do that. He ain't, he ain't got to get out there when he was running for president. He didn't have to get out there talking about, um, what do you have to lose? Vote for me. He didn't have to do that. But he did. And we grateful that he did. You know, it's some smart folks out there that happen to be darker skinned like me. Mm-hmm. You just got to find them. See, a lot of them scared to say something because they scared somebody going to say something back to me. I'm a step. What's up? <laughs> you got something to say about Donald Trump? What? I ain't got no MAGA hat. My damn head too damn big to be trying to wear a MAGA hat. So I can't <laughs> wear no MAGA hat I know where. But I got a MAGA sweater in there that I wear. I wore it to work. Nobody said nothing. I'm a big old bitch. They better not say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, love it. It's a little truth right there. You know, people aren't giving credit. People know what's up when they look at it objectively, man. All right. <clears throat> oh, Plum's recovering from surgery. More over the month. 
all right, Mr. Plum, let us know if we could help you in any way, man. Uh, good luck with your uh, surgeries. <clears throat> Onward. Onward. This was a crazy trend going on. I saw a few separate people making videos on this, and I wonder, you know, the source of these trends sometimes because they really do seem like psychological campaigns targeting younger generations. And a new trend of people that call themselves dinks is going around, um, which stands for double income, no kids. And it refers to couples who have jobs and they don't have any kids. And they're making these videos in this type of style here. So let's watch this. And I said, um, this is a dink-tarted psychological campaign to discourage young adults from having children. That's exactly what I think it is. We're dinks. We're going to get asked daily when we plan on having kids. We're dinks. Of course we're going to go out to eat every night after work. We're dinks. We don't have to ask our family for financial help or to watch our kid when we want to go out. We're dinks. We're going to go to Costco and buy all the snacks in bulk that we want. We're dinks. We have disposable income to spend on whatever we would like and don't have to spend on a kid. We're dinks. I'm going to go to every football game and play 18 holes whenever I want. We're dinks. We're going to get asked at every single family event what we're doing with our life. We're dinks. We're going to get asked daily when we plan on having kids. We're so this style of video is being put out there by a lot of people, a lot of dinks, or as I call them, dinktards. It's so silly. Uh, we're dinks. My boyfriend has erectile dysfunction and my uterus doesn't work because I've taken so many jabs over the years. Like, okay. Um, I think this is a horrible type of mindset to have. Like, we need to have kids. People need to have kids. And seriously, the uh, population's not doing well, especially you look at places like Japan, North Korea. Uh, we had Kim Jong-un on a video. They said that he was crying, essentially urging North Koreans to have more kids. Crying. Yeah, can you believe that? Uh, it's a huge problem. Um and I kind of, you know, it's not funny that so many women are infertile and so many men uh, can't get it up either, you know. Um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if that was actually the case with these people, these, this particular couple. I mean, obesity is tied with erectile dysfunction and, uh, you know, whatever, all this stuff. So it's a horrible situation. And I think that all the chemicals in our, in our environments contribute to that. All the chemicals we put in our bodies, uh, you know. We know that there's data that suggests that mRNA clot shots have an effect on the uterus and things and reproductive system and whatnot. So we got to be careful with all these things, man. And then to just add insult to injury, there's a psychological campaign to make people think that it's good to just end your generation, cut it. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Horrible. And, and there's a conspiracy out there that these TikTok trends actually stem from ai generated videos that there are realistic videos out there that start these trends and that get recommended to a lot of people who then adopt those trends and make their own videos and then they get this rolling because you know where's the origin of this I, i'd be curious if anybody could locate the origin of this trend that's going i don't know it's an interesting conspiracy Oh my gosh. But yeah, there's a lot of these things. Horrible. 
Absolutely Thanks. Horrible. We go to Trader Joe's and workout classes on the weekends. We're dinks. We get into snobby hobbies like skiing and golfing. We're dinks. We can go to Florida on a whim. We're dinks. We're already planning our European vacation next year. Dinks. We get a full eight hours of sleep and sometimes more. <laughs> We're dinks. We get desserts and appetizers at restaurants. We're dinks. We can play with other kids and give them back. <laughs> We're dinks. We still do it three times a week. We're dinks. We spend our discretionary income on $8 lattes. <laughs> We're dinks. We max out our 401ks, Roth IRAs, and HSAs. We're dinks. We don't use our kids or dog as an excuse to leave a party. We just leave. <laughs> We're oh my gosh. So hilarious and amazing. Ah, horrible, horrible. Is this from the same generation that would eat Tide Pods for fun? <laughs> SL 1972. Yes, I think so. God. Oh. <laughs> Onward. Oh, the good old sick society, the mentally ill society before us. Let's watch. Let's Please bear with me. Oh, for fuck's sake, sit here not knowing if I'm still live. Test, test. Test, test. Uh-oh. Test, 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 testing, testing. Here we go. I don't know Candace's. I don't know mine. You don't know my gender? I don't. Do I look like a woman? I don't know what a woman looks like. Do you? I just feel like I'm good at recognizing a woman when I see one. What are you? You're, you're a detective? A gender detective? No, I just... Lifting up skirts and pulling down pants and just getting in there with your magnifying glass? I've never done that. I didn't even consider your gender. I know, you still I don't. I didn't, didn't... I've accepted it now. I accept you're a man. I accept Thank you. you have a penis. That doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. Excuse me? Is there a problem? No, because we can no. discuss our whole family history right now if you want, Bob. I don't think that would be appropriate. That's your father talking. That is your disgusting father. I'm sorry. I didn't... I don't know why you're mad. I raised you right. We... Do you remember? I do. I... <laughs> that's from the show portlandia gender detective hilarious absolutely hilarious <laughs> wonderful A nice little parody there but it's so close to reality so close to reality all right apparently bill burr thinks he's not a libtard which is pretty funny to me i think he's one of the most liberal folks out there at least when i hear the things he says but here he is pretending he isn't. It's pretty cool. Let's watch. Like, I know what I'm going to tell my kids when they get to a certain age. I, I really am. Like, I have it down have about religion and, and people. Really? Narcissists, sociopaths, all of this type of stuff. Like, you want to see a great case thing on, like, narcissism. Liberals are so stupid the way that they handle Trump. What you do know? you mean? You should shut up. What? He's a narcissist. Neutral energy. Yeah. You Neutral. Think you think he'd go away? If you know what I think he was? I think he was a one-hit wonder. Uh-huh. Right? He wrote the twist. Uh-huh. And then that was it. He was on the casino circuit, and then you yeah. idiot liberals wrote him twist again yeah. when you indicted him. And yeah. now he's a martyr. And now he's, he's coming back, Jimmy. The peppermint twist he's is back. He's coming yeah. back. <laughs> it's going to be great for comedy. He's coming back. <laughs> I can't believe, like, these are honestly going to be our two choices because I, I really try to, with each thing, to try to be, like, 
figure out who I'm going to... But, I mean, there's got to be... I want somebody in their 40s, somebody that's going to have to live with their decisions. I don't want, like, you know... Anyway, yeah, Trump's coming back. I think he's right on that. <clears throat> and I found this clip of Roseanne. Roseanne's wonderful. She doesn't bullshit. She tells you how it is. Let's watch this clip. She's talking about the view here. I love it. Phil Ziller. Okay. Bob Hope. Rodney Dangerfield. Richard Pryor. Robin Williams. Uh, Whoopi. Whoopi's dope, huh? No, she is a dope. <laughs> she was, but I, she bugs the fuck out. Did you go in the view? I've been on the fucking view. They can view my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, I never found they now. Fucking stupid bitches. What do they think? <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> And that's a transition with David Lucas with my special guest today, Roseanne. Thank it's you. all about love. That's so great. Hey guys, we got to end the show now because we've got a little bit of electric work getting done. I'm getting the internet snipped and reconnected so uh, I could remove one wire and uh, run it through the house and all that. So I got to end it now uh, in about... Well, as soon as I'm back up here, we're going to have the Naturally Inspired podcast here. It might be a little bit later than 10 a.m. We'll see. But I'll see you all soon. I'll see you tonight on Fringe. Take care. God bless and Godspeed.